Welcome to the Optimist Futures Podcast, a place to learn from an industry insider with over 20 years of experience in commodity futures and options. Gain insight to the newest technology, platforms, risk management, trading philosophy, and advice about the current state of the futures and options markets. For futures trading platforms, deep discounts trading commissions, overnight margins, and instructional videos, feel free to visit our website at optimistfutures.com. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimist Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence. Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Optimus Futures, Matt Zimberg. Hi guys, this is uh, Matt Z from Optimus Futures. Today's podcast, you're actually going to love it. It's called Five Ways to Screw Up Your Trading. Uh, before I get there, if you have any questions and if you want to discuss trading, go to our community forum. It's community.optimusfutures.com. Please post any questions that you have over there uh, about trading, psychology of trading, methods, software, execution, whatever. Whatever you need, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll solve it and we're, we're there to help you out. It's a very good modern uh, platform for um, a forum, so we look forward to having you there. Um, also, if you're looking to have a futures trading account or forex trading account, please reach out. It's www.optimistfutures.com. We have a great team here. You can look at the platform, service, Everything is pretty much transparent on the website. So I look forward to hearing from you. So let's get back to five ways to screw up your trading. So these are five points that I consider uh, <clears throat> kind of essential, especially for beginners, to give them guidance. And, you know, I have had people who traded for a month who consider themselves a beginner. And there are people who have been trading five years and consider themselves a beginner. So your definition of beginner is really up to you. Um, again, I'm not all the things that I'm saying here and in every podcast is only to help you. I want to bring a sense of reality to the market and to expectations and to trading uh, because I do care about your capital. I know that, you know, unless you have a machine at home that prints money, I know that, um, you know, it's, it's capital you worked for or earned. And uh, I want you to put it to the best use possible. And I think that uh, when I tell you those things, you know, a lot of them might sound like criticism and some of you might even take it personally, but don't. Um, it's really coming from a good place to to help you out. So the five points. So the first point of the, of screwing up your trading is, first of all, becoming fascinated with trading. What I mean by fascinated with trading is basically you all of a sudden you fall in love with trading without understanding what trading is all about. So you get, you know, this email, super best trader, millennium at gmail.com. If somebody has that email, I apologize. I just made it up. But basically, that's part of fascination is to have this email. Um, and then you start watching movies, Wall Street from the 80s. By the way, we're in Florida, so I apologize for all the thunder and the rain. We're in the rainy season right now. So... <coughs> Again, I apologize for the background noise. Um, or you 
as I mentioned about books, you start reading about J.C. Livermore, uh, you start reading books about, uh, you know, Jack Schwager, um, you know, Market Wizards that we interviewed, by the way, is a wonderful guy. But you read it really with a purpose and a bias um, of not understanding what trading was all about, but just rather looking at the success story. Um, but really what trading is all about, just so you understand, it's a very analytical uh, field and it's a field of sol solving problems and issues. And uh, part of having an edge, and I did a podcast about what is a trading edge, is actually having the ability to recognize when the market is mispriced. So you can come in, uh, buy or sell when you recognize that it's overbought, oversold, and also developing psychological skills along with it, which is your discipline, risk, and size, and everything else. So essentially, just remember that money is really a byproduct of solving an issue. Even in business, you have a product, you sell it, it solves an issue, you know, it solves a problem, uh, and, and every product solves a problem. If, if you actually pay for something, it solves some sort of a problem. So think of the market paying you back um, when you actually solve a problem. And the problem that you're solving is recognized or overbought or resold. Um, that's just on the surface. And again, in order to do that, you have a whole... Um, all the skills that come with it, risk management, position sizing management, knowing when to trade, what not to trade, and so forth. So remember, just remember that, that money is a byproduct of good trading, and it shouldn't be the aim in itself. If you are an analytical person and you love solving problems, it's probably the field you should be in. If you just fascinated too much with money and you haven't been so successful, reconsider how you view trading to build uh, a method and to build a discipline that would help you. Uh, number two. So the second way, the second best way to screw up your trading is basically have a confirmation bias. Confirmation bias is where you basically look for facts that justify your opinion. Okay. So people have certain expectations. And again, I pick up everything from reading online. I, um, I read forums. I read, you know, blogs, comments to blogs, and I see what people put out there. And one of the beliefs that they have, for example, is that they could have a daily income from trading. Um, that's really, really hard. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't people who are successful daily, I, but my experience has shown that you could have very good days, very bad days, and you have to judge trading after a long period of time. Uh, if you look at managed futures, for example, that have commodity trading advisors, where they basically legally have to disclose their uh, performance of every month, largest drawdown and everything else. And you'll see that even the most successful traders out there who have a positive track record, they have good months, they have bad months, and it all averages out. So I think that traders out there, when they start, they believe that thing that they can um, have a certain daily income. Like some people say, um, you know, I'll open with a $5,000 account and I want to make $200 a day and that's not greedy. Well, that is the definition of greed because it's not the amount that you want to, that we're determining whether it's greed or not. It's actually coming to the market and, um, you know, and saying this is what you want to earn. And again, you know, making money is as pointed in, in point number one. It's a byproduct of solving an issue. So what you have to understand is that you will have good days, bad days, and um, basically it averages out. Um, the one thing that I think people want to believe that you can actually come in and make money every day is because there's a certain lifestyle associated. So people think they can come to the market, trade for 30 minutes a day, two hours a day, and just do whatever they want. But, you know, we'll, we'll get to that in, in, in a second. But 
this is not what trading is all about. Trading is a full-time job. It requires uh, focusing on things. And y your goal, you know, when you say, I'm going to open an account, I want to make $200, $500, whatever your income is, the other side is also to think about what you need to risk. So with every trade, not only the, or on a daily basis, and this is the part that you, you can control more as opposed to what the market gives you. So remember, the risk side is the side that, in my opinion, you can control more. Um, and again, you do it with position limits, with sizing, with uh, knowing when to trade, with not to trade, uh, the leverage that you use uh, in your account, the margins and everything else. So again, you know, this is, I, I think it's, there's a myth among, amongst beginners that, you know, what, what trading is all about when it comes to, you know, generating daily income. Um, the third point of, um, ways to screw up your trading is basically discuss, I discuss ideas with people who don't trade. Um, <laughs> this is a very, very kind of a sensitive point because it's very hard to know who's trading and who's not trading. So when you're in a forum and you interact with people and you read opinions and everything else, you know, it's very hard to know who's trading and not trading. There's a lot of trading gurus out there that that basically say um, how to do things in a certain way. They come across very professional, but they might know just a little bit more than you to sound very, very convincing. If you have the ability to actually talk to somebody who actually trades for years, put real capital in the market and hear his perspective, it will give you a lot more insight as opposed to people that don't trade. And there's a lot of people out there who don't trade. Now, not every, I, I'm not judging anybody here, right? There's some people that can sit in front of the screen for five years, no place to trade. They don't have the psychological, you know, strength to pull the trigger. It's hard for them. I, I get it. So I'm not coming from a place that judges, but, you know, people who actually have skin in the game in business, <clears throat> in trading or in any other field would give you a better insight as to how to deal with issues or at least give you a perspective that you can translate to your own. So try to find somebody who actually traded, uh, actually put money in the market, seen it, um, you know, seen fluctuations in the account can discuss the, um, you know, the impact it had on him. And, and also you can discuss the kind of fluctuations that they've experienced in their accounts. So those kind of people will give you a real perspective on trading, a realistic perspective on trading. Point number four. <clears throat> point number four is when you limit, point number four of how to scrub your own trading, when you limit um, your um, observation of the markets just based on your own trading. What do I mean by that? So let's say you had a trading day, okay? Um, and, you know, you sit there and then you close the computer and, uh, you know, you kind of go through a mental process of what went on through the day and then you come back the next day. I think you have to go, um, I think that you should be a little bit more in-depth when it comes to your own trading. So it means you have to study, read, and analyze your trading. Uh, what I mean, I should, should have said study, write, and analyze your trading. Um, so basically at the end of every day, you know, you wanna have an Excel spreadsheet, you wanna have a journal, you wanna have something that you can put your data into uh, that allows you to analyze things, right? And also, you also, excuse me, and you also want to continuously educate yourself 
you know, by reading books and articles and anything else that could help you specifically with trading. There's a lot of good material out there. Um, you know, again, go to community.optimistfutures.com. You know, you can share what you think is good. I'll tell you which one I think are good. Uh, but there are people out there who definitely understand psychology of trading, position sizing, um, you know, not necessarily analyzing. There's a lot of analysis I see that uh, is done for the sake of content, you know, like a lot of brokers. There's all kinds of sites that's analyzing Forex and Euro is going to go up and it's going to go down and the crude is going to go up. That doesn't teach anything, honestly, nothing. You know, you can read it. It's just, it's useless. But um, so analyze and read and continuously always study the markets um, continuously with your own trading every day. Even if you didn't trade that day, if you didn't find the courage or the method didn't fit that day or the market was too volatile, um, you know, sit there and observe, you know, what happened. Um, make trading absolutely conscious. So one way to screw up your trading is not to study the market, treat everything as a passive experience, not to write anything down, not to analyze anything, and just stopping, you know, the studying process while just focusing on, on your trading, just on the physical part of pulling the trigger, right? So there's a side component that comes with it. Um, and again, it goes back to um, uh, point number two where basically you know um the just at this point you um point number two was that you believe the fantasies that you know that associated with trading and some super guru traders and and analyzing the markets every day and writing it you will see what's actually happening it's a conscious process of analyzing your trading and understanding what makes you pull the trigger it helps you understand your fears it helps you understand your strengths it helps you substantially. What you will notice over time, and this is something that I discussed with traders, that those who do it, actually it gave them the courage to trade during other times that they didn't trade. And that is really important because sometimes you can have a really good method, but you have fear. But what they do over time, those people analyze the markets, read, put it in a journal, Excel, or wrote it down uh, in an analytical manner. It actually gave them a lot more courage to go against their gut feel. So I think that there, I, there's, I changed my mind over the years about gut feel, but you know, there's all kinds of gut feel, right? I mean, there's a gut feel when you're a beginner and there's a gut feel after five years of real time trading and having skin in the game. So at that point, even then, you know, I could tell you I've been watching the screen for 20 years. I don't have an advantage just because I just because I looked at the numbers and how they go up and down. You know, if you don't make it into a conscious experience every day, it will be just numbers going up and down. So again, I can't emphasize it enough to turn it into a conscious experience where you get actually and have the ability to overcome your gut and go with what your method says. And this, sometimes it's really, really hard, but even for professionals, don't think for a minute that even professionals who traded 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, that during market meltdowns and all of a sudden they get a signal to buy or they get a signal to, to short, that it doesn't give them some sort of butterflies in, in, the, in their stomach. It always does. But nevertheless, they'll learn how to overcome, you know, gut with analytical skills of actually saying, you know what, this is what the method says. And if I'm going to be picky and choosy with my gut feel, it's just not going to go anywhere, right? So that was point number four. Point number five is people who are beginners looking for a guru, looking for a trading guru. 
that will teach them A to Z uh, in trading. So now, first you have to be careful, right? I mean, when you look for a guru, you have to look at his credentials. You have to look at, it, it's hard for beginners, right? Because I, I spoke to a lot of people that told me about the courses they took. I don't interfere. I don't say anything. I don't want to put them down. But sometimes I don't have a good feel. Like I, I don't have a good gut feel about the person that they're studying the markets from. Um, I see their sites sometimes. You know, it's just over promotions of in the independent trader, all that marketing guru, marketing guru stuff. Um, and it's okay. Look, you need it to attract customers. I get it. But at the same time, I doubt if they trade because I see their blogs, I see what they teach. I don't know if it's applicable or not in real-time trading. So I know it's hard for beginners to know who is actually trading because there's people out there who wrote books, who actually on forums, and everybody assumes, well, you know, if they actually sit there and they have all those observations, um, then... Basically, they must be trading, but that's not the case. So first of all, you have to be careful when you look for a guru. So this is the fifth and final point to the Scorpio trading is finding, is finding the wrong guru. Now, if there's a guru out there, okay, let's assume that there's somebody who's a very, very successful traders. And I know successful traders. It's very hard for them to teach you everything. Because if you think there's only going to be one method, right? And again, goes goes back to point number two that you have a belief system that about trading that before you start trading that there could be a system that could be consistent across the board at all times every year every month every day so what they're looking for in a guru is basically somebody who will teach them that method but what you will find with people who actually trade for a living it's very hard for them to always pass the experience of actual experience to a method so they could have a method and they could teach you but in six months from now they can first of all revise their method because they have the ability to do it based on market volatility and changing uh, and changes in the market and sentiment so it might not be valid but the core discipline of trading could be really really hard to teach which is basically knowing when to trade when not to trade overcoming your uh, gut feeling, your fears, your psychology. That is the hard part. Now, there are people out there that I believe are generous with their time. I do believe in kindness of people. And I do believe that there are trading gurus out there that actually, as they say, you know, they sometimes trading is a, a lonely world. Sometimes I think it should be, you know, to be honest with you. But those who disagree, you know, it's a different story, a whole new podcast. But the point is, if there's somebody out there who's willing to teach you that, just remember he won't be able to transfer uh, his entire head into your head, right? The entire process that he developed over the years, overcoming uh, fear of trading, uh, you know, position sizing, risk management, when to trade, when not to trade. There's a lot of things that he does, which I call, um, you know, I, I we did a, a, a blog um, on the four steps of learning and the final step of learning it's called subconscious um subconscious um competence meaning that they do things with competence that are already subconscious that they they just can't explain it and it comes after very after many years of trading so i assume when you look for a guru you look for somebody who actually going to transfer his knowledge but that's the hard part 
I think the better way to go about finding a guru is, first of all, starting on your own. Reading books, developing a method, a simple method, you know, cutting your losses short um, when things don't go well, evaluating things, and just really recognizing that your initial capital um, could be lost because you have to kind of pay the market their dues. Even professional traders, at some point, you know, they pay their dues and they've made mistakes and they've learned from that. If you go to school and you want to be a doctor, a lawyer, a technician, a lab technician, you always pay. The market also has its tuition fee. So again, I, I suggest that when you when you start, you don't look for, guru, for a guru from day one. First, try to do it on your own. Then you will be able to find somebody that you can actually work with and understand better what they're talking about, not in terms of concept, but really understand it. Because imagine that you want to teach somebody how to drive just by talking to him. Imagine that, like, you know, go grab the wheel, press the gas, you got to look to the left, the right, there's lights. It's very hard to pass that experience when you do things very intuitively. So again, you know, first, you know, start doing things on your own, trade on your own. Um, you can trade small sizes. Now you have micros, right? You have the micro e-minis at smaller size that you can trade with. And when you gain some experience, then if you want to take it to the next level, you will have a better ability to see who actually trades and who doesn't trade. Who teaches theory and who teaches real stuff you can apply in your trading. So that's basically it. That was the five points of, you know, five ways to screw up your own trading. I hope that I was helpful to you. Again, any questions you have, go to community.optimistfutures.com. Go to our site, optimistfutures.com, if you're looking for a futures or a forex broker. Our phone number is here, toll free, is 1-800-771-6748. This is in North America. If you're calling from overseas, it's 561-367-8686. Um, that's basically it. I wish you a good day. And until the next podcast, this is Matt Z from Optimist Futures. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus, all under the username Optimist Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at OptimistFutures.com or give us a call directly at 561-367-8686 or toll free at 1-800-771-6748. Once again, thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimist Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence.